Hey everybody, welcome to Code Pen Radio 366. I have Paulina Hetman with me, and I'm so excited to have her. How are you doing, Paulina? Thanks for coming on the show. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hi, everybody. I'm doing great. I'm ex- extremely excited and super honored to be here. So, yeah, big event to be on Coldplay Radio. Thank you for having me. Sure. The honor is all mine, Paulina. You do so much outstanding work on CodePen and off CodePen. So many cool projects. Truly a code artist. One of the best out there. It's just, it's going to be awesome to talk to you. There's so many things I could, I could pick from, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. You <laughs> sent me a list of them. So not only are you code artists, but you have that, this thing that I feel like is almost strangely common amongst really creative people that they have a desire to teach what they know mm-hmm. as well. So you are an educator as well. And, you know, have some LinkedIn courses, I think, and then do some things that are just, you know, free for everybody in the form of quizzes. I think probably some hardcore CSS and CodePen people have seen these before, but uh, you have this quiz called Well-Aimed. That's like, how well do you know your CSS selectors? That's a whole CSS quiz, but it's built right inside a pen, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Actually, there are there is a series of three, and the, the one that you that you uh-huh. mentioned is the first one. And uh, what happened there is that I was teaching, you know, real students. I was teaching them WordPress, and I noticed that they were kind of mostly excited by modifying the <laughs> the the teams and playing with CSS, and they were uh-huh. struggling with that. And what I noticed that is that the main struggle was related with selectors so they were struggling struggling to to target the elements they wanted to okay to change and that was the, that was the biggest problem so i was thinking okay i'm enjoying very much giving these wordpress workshops what if i deliver a selectors workshop and mm. that's, <laughs> and the and the and the series of these quizzes was built you know gradually for for these uh, selector workshops that we were t- we were having fun and then I wanted to teach them selectors with some help from 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 the quizzes and the Cotpen were super great for that and also they could see how it was built so for for the students right. you know it was it was double interesting. I suppose, because it, it, it looks like you used Vue to do it. So it's like the quiz is fun in itself, but you're looking at the code that makes the quiz at the same yeah. time, hence the hence the code pen. Yeah, and it looks very, um, it's just cleverly put together. Like it's it's configured. So the questions are, have a selector and what you call a proposal, meaning like, is this correct or not <laughs> kind, of, kind of thing, which I think is very clever. And then you have like an example DOM or an example chunk of HTML that people are looking at. And so you can kind of see <clears throat> it highlights what the selector uh, should be selecting and then gives you this proposal. And you're like, is that right or not? So you have to use your brain in this clever way because... It looks like a lot of them are very close to correct, but they're not all quite <laughs> correct. So you really got to use your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was what was also fun is that you know you can fork it <clears throat> and you can make a simpler version for for the beginners, and it's just mm-hmm. like a moment to do that. So you can use it and. Yeah. 
That's yeah, that's fantastic. Fun. And that's that's the that's the, like you said, it's a series. That's the uh, the first of them. There's a one about learning about specificity. I, I, was that the same? Were they these the same students that were having trouble with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so then it was this gradation. So first thing is to select. So you to learn how to select elements. You know that right to get them. Then they discovered okay, so we can select things in different ways. That which one will will win? And then there is the third one that combines both of them, where you know you have two declaration and yeah, okay, so yeah, and is the it right and 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 which one would would win if they both fly? So that was that's fun. great. I'm sure I'm sure it made a big difference because it seems like I still think it's kind of fun. See, this is a, a puzzle in that way, or you have to you have to connect what's happening in the DOM with with these selectors and stuff. And it's just I don't know. It's like it's like little puzzles. I, you know, I get mm-hmm. I probably get the same kind of kick out of it that somebody who does a crossword puzzle does because you're like, yeah. yeah, I got it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's super fun. Uh, I guess I have some follow-up stuff. Have you followed or, or seen anything with Cascade Layers stuff that's coming out? That um, it's gonna it's gonna throw some of this specificity stuff. Yeah, that's, it's gonna make there it a little tricky. That will change. So the, still, the, the very first change that I would like to apply is just to add the new is and where selector. So that's on my to-do list. But then there is so much happening. So I guess mm-hmm. I will have to. You know, really that. I don't think it's going to hurt your quiz in any way because I think <laughs> what you know the value of specificity is always going to matter. It just adds this one weird little layer where if something if a, a selector happens to be sitting on a layer that's more powerful, a speci- this is this is going to be weird for us two for sure. Mm-hmm. That a selector that looks less powerful can still beat a selector that looks more powerful just because it's on a different layer that's going to be <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to adjust how we teach a little bit i think if it matters uh okay well th- that that's cool too and but th- it's not that teaching through these quizzes is the only way that you teach you have actual students and you make actual courses and things like that as well right yeah yeah but you know i used code pen really a lot for that so i had a, i've had another account and account for teaching that was you know sponsored by like school and then uh, I would use that for the demos during the courses. I would use that for, for exercises. And what's really fun is that you can actually, you know, I was using just light so that I can test the answers of the students. You know, there was some little, nice. uh, yeah, some little snippet of JavaScript that I would add secretly in the bottom of the of the code pen uh, of the pen, and I would also uh, load uh, just light. And then when the students had the answers right, there would be just fireworks or anything, you know. So they really loved that. That was much more work for me, but <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> They got used to that. <laughs> I know what Jest is, but um, this is the first I'm hearing of Jest Lite. Is it? It's just meant to be used in the browser? Yeah, it is, but it's not my, maintained anymore. I've just checked that today, and it was, I guess it was, you know, last uh, uh, updated last time three years ago. So that's a pity because it was really, really, really great. But you can also mm. do that with Mock and Chai. I, I, I use that as well. It's maybe just a little bit more complicated to set up, but it works. So... Years and years ago, I did a a blog post on like using the different JavaScript testing frameworks and CodePen because they're, you know, it's not, they're all a little 
tricky to set up because we don't have like a, you know, mm-hmm. there's no, we don't really run node for you, which would be probably <laughs> easier to, to set up. <laughs> we have to make sure that whatever happens, happens in the browser can be a little tricky, but, and I can, especially in an educational context, I can see that being so valuable. You know, we have free code camp used to use us pretty heavily and they built their own little framework that put a little Mm -hmm. widget at the top of the screen that somehow was watching what was happening in JavaScript in the DOM and Mm -hmm. would like give you a a pass or fail depending on what you're doing. But they had to build Mm -hmm. that all themselves, you know? I guess the the handle you go by most on the internet, P-E-H-A-A, Peha, Peha. <laughs> on, on Twitter, that's your personal website. Your personal website is just beautiful. I love it. This is so cool. Thank you. Thank you. So if somebody is inspired, there is a pen. So there's one pen. There's a header transition mm. where you've got the almost the same, you know, the same effect just without changing the, the router change and, and, and but also down with view. So if Somebody would like to check that. That's the idea that you, you click on a link and the URL changes, but it it like in your in the case of your website, it goes from like a dark background to a light background on projects and there's animation happening and stuff. And in your case it's Nuxt, right? So mm-hmm. some, yeah, it is. yeah. It's just extraordinarily nice looking. But that but the niceness goes all the way. There's these beautiful little moving dots, but they're not too distracting. <laughs> the typography's nice. Woo! It's just it's just a good <laughs> one. You. Yeah, check it out, folks. Peha with two A's dot com. <laughs> and that's you on on Twitter and and everything as well. This episode of CodePen Radio was brought to you in part by Notion. Love Notion. Thanks for the support. You know, not all work collaboration tools are created equal. Some of them are about organizing your company's information, and some of them are about managing projects. Notion does both. It's one tool for your whole team to do it all beautifully designed. Everyone's going to want to use it. I find that to be highly true at CodePen and Shop Talk Show and CSS Tricks when we are managing that project. All of them I used Notion for and people liked using it, even if they didn't use it every day. But the more they used it, the more they liked it generally. It's kind of amazing how like anything you do in Notion ends up looking good. They got the controls just right on making sure anything that you produce in Notion uh, looks good. And I always appreciated that. Uh, learn more and get started for free at Notion.com slash CodePen. That's Notion.com slash CodePen to help you take the first step towards an organized, happier team today. Uh, you've written for CSS Tricks a bunch of times, so thanks for that. Appreciate that. A bunch of uh, all kinds of interesting things. You are a WordPress or are, and, and now at Automatic as well. But have a long history with, with working with WordPress too, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then right now I'm working for Automatic, and so I'm um, as a WOA support engineer. So it's a kind of you know. All these years with WordPress, and then I end up at Automatic. I guess that makes sense. So I'm super excited yeah. about that as well. <laughs> no, it's relatively new, right? A couple of months. Yeah, yeah, it's eleven weeks exactly. Oh well, congratulations! <laughs> I'm still That's in cool. Weeks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we have that in common. I'm a, like a long time kind of WordPress 
fan. I've never yeah. worked for them, but they've sponsored things that I've done and I've built countless WordPress sites, you know, just kind of a, I don't know, I like learned it early on in my career and, and felt like they just did a good job, you know, mm. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. the right tool for the job in a lot of, a lot of situations. And despite, you know, getting endlessly getting crap from certain developers, <laughs> it still trucks on and gets more and more popular all the time. So you're on the WooCommerce side of things, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's kind of new to me because I was not, you know, very much familiar with all the e-commerce stuff. So there is a lot of a lot a lot to learn and understand mm-hmm. how all these mechanisms work. But but it's exciting. It's challenging, and yeah, I love it. That's great. And so before automatic, you were it was just more like self self-employedness. Yeah, was... more like self-employed, and recently mostly teaching. So and also uh, working on uh, Gatsby W teams for some time. And <clears throat> oh, I see that Gatsby WordPress connection. Yeah, uh, so WordPress. So I guess WordPress was always there with me. Some way, yeah, in some way. So, you with other technologies you dabble in, you've been doing. I've seen just recently is like this week playing with particles and stuff and in three JS more. What draws Mm -hmm. you to that? That's it. Feels you know so super different. Exactly, and I guess that's the reason. So I just wanted, you know, there was some moment when I needed to do something new. Just my mm-hmm. brain needed to do something new, and my for my mental health and all of that. I wanted just something, you know. And then, so my husband is a motion designer. We we're playing with uh, After Effects and all these uh, 3D uh, plugins. I was looking at that, so he's more like. Uh, remaking uh, Star Wars, but still I was impressed and I said, okay, we can do similar things with code. Wow, that's exciting. And then mm-hmm. I just, you know, started to learn 3GS and and it's addictive. It's extremely addictive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that's all about learning for for the moment and there's a long way behind me, but, but that, that, that's, yeah. That's you know, you're, I am... <laughs> envious of the of your skills at it because the output has just been amazing so far there's a really cool code pen one you posted the other day there's this dancing tree that's like a <clears throat> very christmas tree looking kind of thing but it's <laughs> it's beautiful you know it like it, it kind of rotates in this spiral on the way up in a very satisfying way and the, the ornaments are if you could call them that are kind of inside the tree it's so cool so cool how do you even start where do you even start you know? so i guess i, I found something similar i and it's probably linked there and i thought okay it was just a cube or it's or, just a, code. or, yeah. or <laughs> a sphere and i was thinking okay what about the spiral there is a parametric equation of a spiral so i could mm-hmm. you know use time as a parameter and play with that and then just <laughs> that was yeah. one of these rare cases when I really took a paper and draft to what I wanted to do, and it worked. Like it took nice. me several days, but but it worked as I wished it would. So yeah, nice. <laughs> but there's you know, there's certainly some math involved, especially if you want there to be right. Does it leave you wishing there was more math available in in CSS? I mean, we have so little, right? There's like 
calc mm-hmm. for addition, subtraction, yeah. division, multiplication. But that's it. You know, there's no sine waves and CSS. <laughs> that would be nice. But yeah, but that would be nice. But sine, cosine, yeah, that definitely would be nice. But still, what we have, you know, we can play with that. And, and, and that's, that's kind mm. of... So it maybe it's even nicer that it's so challenging to do some things in uh, in CSS. You know? I've heard that from other p- people for sure that they almost prefer the. No, I, mean, I don't want to put words in their mouth. Not not prefer that it's limited, but know what CSS can do, and then and then are okay with that, and like li- like the challenge of working with the constraints that exist, rather than you know, demanding that it evolve to be more complex. Just be like, no, that's what it is. And exactly. and that's where it goes. Exactly. You know, there, it's not like CSS this... is tapped out. It's not like we're like, every creative thing in CSS has already been done, you know, not, not true. Yeah. But when you look at Lynn Fisher and her single div project, mm-hmm. so why would we do that that way? Because it's challenging, because it's fun, you know? So there's this, so we'll, I guess we kind of like this, some putting some limits yeah yeah (laughs) it's such a silly thing it's you know why would you do a crossword puzzle when you could train a machine learning model to do all crossword puzzles (laughs) (laughs) because i enjoy it leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) yeah fantastic and so illustration is some of it so in 3js it's like you work with a model i guess and Mm. and there's particles and stuff that i don't i don't know you you don't have to use particles in 3js i'm sure but it's but it's a I, I don't think of it quite as illustration, but you work with mm-hmm. illustration as well. Some of your, some of my absolute favorite pens of yours, you know, like there's a girl skipping rope. That's just a tremendously <laughs> beautiful. It's a, that's just straight up illustration. Where does that come from? Oh, so I like it. You know, when I started to be interested in web, my first most loved tool was Adobe Illustrator. And I would mm. play with that. And that's how I fell in love in, you know, all these web technologies, playing with vectors, and then trying to go further with that. So, so from time to time, I like to to be back on track and, 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 and do the same thing with, with CSS. And, yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful, for, yeah. for pure pleasure. And I like how you can, you know, Adds some life to that with just a pinch of animation. That's 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 magic. <laughs> just a pinch. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you can you can see your Adobe Illustrator skills. <laughs> I think in, in so many pens. This is a lot of these start in Illustrator. Would you say? Like, no, I no? would rather not. But sometimes when I'm stuck, you know, I'm stuck and I don't know how to how to proceed, I would take a screenshot, put it back to put it into Adobe Illustrator and then play with some some additional forms and, and so on. But I, I'd rather start in, in Compen straight yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's cool. And so so there's so there's that. And then there's just taking CSS and just doing something clever with it outside of the scope of mm-hmm. of illustration, you know? So you have some v- very interesting, clever pens do, that do things interesting with CSS, you know, b- 
I, I don't know how to describe it, raw, you know, like, for example, the, the yeah. CS-only direction-aware hover effect, you know, that has nothing to do with being a good illustrator. It's just being clever with the syntax <laughs> of CSS. As you hover your mouse over this, like, grid in this pen CSS-only direction-aware hover effect, it's like, how how does that work? <laughs> you know, because it it it's it it seems like something that would require a JavaScript. It like it it yeah. feels like it's following your mouse, and you're like CSS can't follow your mouse. <laughs> mm, that's the superpowers of subtle elements. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's crazy how much we can achieve with that. So I I wish there were more than two. That that's that's what I would wish for CSS. It's only before and after. Why don't we have like <laughs> middle <laughs> or more? That that would be fun. I I tell you what, <laughs> I I, had a, I did a whole talk on pseudo elements in the past. Really? That was like a yeah, was, I was like a little obsessed with them for a little while, and I thought it would make a good kind of conference talk because it's so it seems like such a tiny thing, but there's so many mm. things that you can do with them that it's easy to easy to fill the time in a conference talk, you know. And then that was. <laughs> That was definitely like a call to action. And it is like, why are there only two? Why isn't there like nth, nth yeah. after or nth before or something? And then how, you know, how they're placed like inside the element. They're like inside the element, but before the content and mm. or, or so after doesn't really mean after the element. It, it means after the content in the element. But wouldn't it be cool if it was actually after the element? Yeah, you know, exactly. If there was arbitrary number of them and you could pick with any of the those four places within the element that would be really powerful and it seems like the kind of thing of like why not you know it's not like one of those complex things like container queries oh no it'll break the browser because it requires it opens up vectors for infinite loops or anything like that it's like no 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 we just want little <laughs> we just want the ability to have more than two pseudo elements come on we're not asking for the world here Right, right. <laughs> uh, that's a beautiful one. The, uh, we'll link all these up in the show notes. There's another one about a a parallax, a horizontal parallax library. A lot of times, because of the natural flow of the web, you see a lot of vertically scrolling things. And parallax is cool in any direction, but uh, this horizontal one is truly something different. Postcards from Paris. That's where you live now, too, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just became French yesterday, so two big events <gasps> this week. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now Polish and French officially. <laughs> I, you have dual citizenship, is that yeah. what that means? Yeah. Cool. And now you're doing a podcast in English. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Uh, well, this this parallax one is 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 beautiful. Do do you remember how it how it works exactly? Parallax not something that CSS can do naturally. Oh, so to have parallax, we need a perspective, and it would help that because then so you have a perspective on the container, and then the elements within the the container. So you play with the you play with the translates on the z axis, and that does the the, the magic. Actually. The magic. Yeah. Okay. So they're, 
you move it on the z-axis and isn't there some transform scale involved to size it back to look normal exactly yeah and there is this magic formula that i can never recall and i always google that but then you can <laughs> you can you know you have multiply and, and subtract something and then it's just it's not that, that yeah. complicated it's more complicated to google that because you know <laughs> i should i should bookmark that for once <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay this one's begging to be a little uh a little WordPress plugin, I feel like. I'd love to be able to just select a few images and click it and then have this be the the experience within the blog post. Mm. Uh, and then you've got another one here, the CSS Shapes Forest Collection. This is one that is has a lot of illustration to it. <laughs> and it has this kind of two states where you click it and it like sorts the forest <laughs> into yeah, individual into cards <laughs> like... <laughs> and then you click it and it comes back together. Oh, that's funny. I wonder if that mimics how some people's brains work. You know, <laughs> they like they can't make sense of the forest. They need Not to sort mine. it. And... No. <laughs> no, it's always the forest. <laughs> <laughs> so clever though. It's very satisfying to watch it watch it transform, especially knowing that you know what what how it's all put together at at first did it does it start as a which state is the the starting state i guess it's the it's the forest right I, that that was that was made i guess for a code pen challenge it, it was you know this challenge about nice. uh, single leaves so that was also fun because each of these elements is a, is a single leaf so i was trying to explore which animals are can be done i see a single, a single leaves. Ah, there's no SVG at play here, huh? These are all no, no, these are single yeah. so CSS shapes. It was wow. a CSS shapes challenge, yeah. I would have guessed <laughs> the other way. There's so many little details, like the little, the little puff on the the back of the deer's butt. You know, is like <laughs> it's a different color. It's amazing, you know. And it's not just one flower; it's two flowers. How does that work? And you know, lots of little. If you yeah. if you know CSS a little bit, it almost becomes more amazing. I like pens like that. That the more you know, the the trickier it gets. Like if you if you're a magician and you watch some other magician and they're impressing you, then it's all the more expressive. <laughs> yeah, some drop shadow involved. Oh. I guess I, I can't really remember exactly, but probably that's that'd be a way that you could duplicate. Yeah, like the, like like so. the, get that's the second flower for free. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Uh, you have a bunch of interesting projects off Code Pen as well. Well, your your pin tweet is about this uh, uh, fonts project that you were involved with, where you tagged the fonts on Google Fonts, <laughs> which is so great. And I wish they would just take this as a pull request almost to Google Fonts because there. How many times do you go to Google Fonts and type in like, just show me the friendly looking ones? Yeah. But they don't have anything like that. You have to search around for some blog post on the internet that's like the 10 friendliest, you know, Google fonts or something. But no more. You can go to goofonts.com, <laughs> click on the the friendly tag, and it'll show you all the Google fonts that apparently you and, you know, whoever you worked with on this project decided were friendly. Yeah, we were tagging them with my husband. Oh, so, yeah, that was, that was a lot of <laughs> work but but i i know i use that on a daily basis if i need funds then you know scary funds or friendly funds or whatever yeah that is a that's a a heck of a endorsement you use your own project every day 
Yeah. <laughs> You're glad you built it then. That's that's amazing. There's so many pens to talk about. I'm just looking at this one called Landscape in a Triangle, and I like immediately want it on a hat or a t-shirt or something. It's just, <laughs> just beautiful mountain landscapes set into a triangle. But there's a few others that you listed here, some JavaScript experiments. One of them is called When You Can't Decide. How did that one come to be? So I, I built a, a tiny JavaScript plugin uh, using the slider uh, element, you know, the mm-hmm. input type range, I guess. <laughs> I guess I would have to pull it, pull it up to check. And then I was thinking, okay, how can I how can I use it more creatively? So just not just before after, but play a little right. bit. And then I came up with this with this idea. So to show the beautiful sea that we've got in Poland, mm-hmm. the Baltic Sea. So yeah. it's really beautiful. That's in, so that the it's interactive. So there's for the people just listening with audio. It's one of those. It's almost like an image comparison slider. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's quite literally what it is. But in this case, yeah. you've taken it even further in that as you reveal one side, it's talking about the Baltic Sea in the summertime, which includes the title and content and everything, not just the image. And then as you slide the image the other way, it reveals a different image. It's probably It looks almost like probably the same image with different CSS filters on it. Uh, yeah, maybe. or maybe it was like presets in Lightroom or something like that. Probably yeah. so. No, to, so that the change was more dramatic than, but that uh-huh. could also work with CSS filters, definitely. Well, it's beautiful, and then it shows you this Baltic Sea during the winter time, and the the look of it is you know much more wintry and beautiful. So it's a, it's really just a nice experience, you know. God, these these all would be so good of a little Gutenberg. Uh, blocks, I, th- I think. Just saying, just saying. That's begging to happen. Yep. And so we'll, you know, you mentioned the another one here is the this the 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 header transition one that you mentioned that that's currently live on your personal website. So if people love your personal website. All available on CodePen as well. <laughs> Open source, uh, fantastic. Is there any other favorites you you wanted to talk about here, or anything else you wanted to to tell people? Perhaps advice for people hoping to following your creative footsteps so yeah you feel free to to follow me on CodePen. i'm i've been not that much active because i've just started a new job so i guess it's kind of normal but but i i'll be back i'll be back with new ideas <laughs> because it's so much fun so yeah don't worry about that every every creative <laughs> pe- person i've talked to they have they just and it's it's just it's life you know you get excited about certain things and then they fall off and then maybe you come back to them maybe you don't and it's all okay that's what makes life interesting and fun so it sounds like yours is very interesting and fun and um uh, congratulations on the new job and the new citizenship and everything thank you (laughs) (laughs) it was a pleasure to talk to you and i i hope i get to do so again soon pleasure is mine thank you chris thank you so much Yeah, you're welcome.